Hello and welcome to Abandoned Cart, the podcast we wish we had when running our own e-commerce store. I'm Adam, co-founder of Pink Leopard, a growth acceleration agency specializing in e-commerce. Today we will be discussing how Amazon can complement your e-commerce and physical store. Joining us is Leo Martin, co-director of Martin & Simpson, a specialist agency that helps businesses manage, optimize and advertise on Amazon. Leo, welcome to the show. Thank you, Adam. Hi, Adam. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Thanks for joining us. Thanks. So, no, thank you. We kick every episode off with this question so that the audience can get to know our guests on a little bit more of a personal level. What is the best piece of advice you've ever received and how has it impacted your life? Yeah, it's probably you're the products of the five people you spend the most time with. So, for example, we live in a house with all e-commerce guys and it's very much we do a lot of things together all talking about the same things go to the gym together and it really helps us and our businesses grow so i'd probably say that that's probably the best advice i've been given and that's how we've implemented it yeah i totally agree with that i think making sure that you're connecting with the right people and rubbing shoulders with people that can elevate you and make you better yeah. rather than people that are negative and not really on the same page so yeah good piece of advice there yeah can you give the listeners a summary of who you are and what you do? Yeah, so my name is Leo Martin, I'm co-director of Martin Simpson. We help startups to seven-figure brands scale on Amazon. We do this with effective PPC, brand management, whether that be account management, listing creation, graphic design, optimization, and more. We'll essentially help you grow from zero to six, seven figures. Amazing. Love that. Okay. And I think what for our listeners, a lot of them are, they have their own e-com stores and some of them have their own physical stores and see Amazon really as a secondary sales channel. What advice do you have for those businesses that, that are considering Amazon as a secondary sales channel? Yeah, we see a lot. We see some that will start on Amazon and then they'll want to go to Shopify and then want to go for external traffic like Facebook and Meta. And you'll also have got the businesses, like you say, that are probably on Shopify or they're using a, an, an e-commerce site that they're driving traffic through from Facebook or Meta, TikTok, and they're seeing really good success. Now, what I would say is there's a lot of customers that use Amazon because they trust Amazon. Now, not necessarily saying they don't trust your brand, but they like to shop on Amazon. So I'll give you one example of a good friend of mine and a client owns a very successful health and personal care brand. And they weren't on Amazon um about mid last year they, that's when they first launched on amazon start of last year and they had really good success through meta driving traffic through there and it took them about a year to become number one bestseller on amazon but we put it down to the the fact that they had a lot of external traffic that was driving customers from externally to amazon because amazon loved the organic um, searches that are coming in and that obviously helps your organic rank and your organic sales and that in turn boosts more sales for customers that aren't coming organically because you're a higher rank bestseller and whatnot now that they're amazon bestseller they've got that real estate at the top that's really hard to get rid of even if they stopped ppc on amazon they're still gonna they probably won't maintain bestseller status but they're still gonna maintain a lot of sales so yeah that's like a really good case study a really good scenario but it's another sort of, it's another sort of, like, way to expand sales. And I think a lot of people see it as like a, say, a secondary. They don't necessarily put too much time in, and they think it's something that can be just put on the side. But it's something that does need a lot of planning and a lot of time. 
that's what we're trying portrayed across to every client because it's it can be very complicated and a lot of i imagine the probably listeners that are listening that have tried to launch on amazon and realized how tricky it really is but yeah definitely even though i said that for many it's a secondary sales channel it's still an incredibly important sales channel and like you say you need to do it properly if you are going to go on to it there's lots of you do need that expert advice and support when going on amazon it's not easy as some people might think it is and you can lose money quite quickly if you go on there with without knowing what you're doing but yeah 100 percent need to connect with businesses like yours that can really support businesses on the platform do you yeah. think do you think it's changed much for sellers over over the years yeah it changed all the time it's constantly changing whether it be stuff like having two prime days in one year or what i say I'll say like one in, I think there's one in, there's one in October and there's one in June. Or whether it be the increase in seller fees or whether it be the increase in PPC bid. All this all really sound really negative things, but it, it has become more competitive. But that also leads on to making sure that your brand has a, a good presence on Amazon, making sure it's looking good, making sure your listings are optimized and making sure you are, ad campaigns are targeted for the right things, maybe not generic things, and really make sure the listings are indexed to make sure that we are organically placed in the market. Other things such as your price as well. We had a chat with our client who was double the price of every other competitor these exact same products. And then we've now priced them competitively and they've doubled their sales in the past week. So it's just little things like um, that can make a massive difference. So it's always a tricky one asking about price. But Amazon obviously can be very price driven. Yeah, there's loads of different things that have changed. And I think it is constantly a thing that is constantly changing with things like AI coming in, in the future that I'm sure Amazon is going to adopt in the next year. And there's like whispers about it that we hear all the time. And it already is, there's like subtle things. Yeah, it's constantly changing and you just got to adapt to it really. Yeah, definitely. And you just mentioned then AI there, but do you think there are going to be, on top of that, any trends emerging in the next year in the, or in the coming years? It's all like AI, AI trends. AI, but all just generally, really? Yeah, I think one, I think it could be used in the search bar, definitely, in terms of like how customers are searching for products and then it might suggest different things. I think AI could massively... Uh, businesses create listings um mm-hmm. if you wanted to create listing now you know there's the use of chat gpt massively helpful so like if you have a a brand at the moment have some listings first of all i just go through chat gpt and just optimize it yourself and see what you can do i think with the rise of ai with graphics as well i think it's going to be easier to create infographics we've already got canva and there's already ai on canva so it's that's, that's what we pretty easy so i think there's more and more things and there's even ai for bc i'm, I'm talking about all things that's going to put us out of a job but <laughs> um no it's all, all good things that's going to help amazon sellers we've got our own brand as well so we all things that help us as well yeah I, I think as the tools evolve i think they'll get better and better and i think it will just come easier and easier yeah definitely it's seeing ai as a as something that can complement rather than take over. I think especially yeah. at the moment with your kind of expertise, when you can use it to your advantage for your clients, that's yeah. a sweet spot really. So yeah, let's hope it continues like that. 
Are you seeing any common challenges that new sellers would face when coming onto Amazon? The, the biggest challenge with a new seller, and when I say like maybe, and this kind of is across the board, whether it be a new brand or an existing brand, the main thing is that they don't have a trademark in place. Now, I'll give you two examples. You always go through the Amazon brand registry to get started on Amazon. You'll have some brands that will come to us and say, look, we want to get launched on Amazon. How do we do it? We'll say, okay, get your trademark sorted so you can go for brand registry, get your seller account set up. Then there's also the other brands that come to us and say, someone's hijacked my brand. And that's when there's an issue. Mm. Two quite established brands have come to us and they've you know, mentioned about their brand and some 18-year-old kid in the bedroom has hijacked their trademark. Multi-million pound companies, an 18-year-old kid has hijacked their trademark and is now stopping everyone selling their products on Amazon and they're selling what could be a counterfeit product. It could be anything. And because Amazon favours the, the one that has the brand registry and the trademark, albeit it's not the right trademark, Amazon will favour them. And then it's then a legal battle to get the trademark because the trademark is done through the government. So it is then a legal battle to get it back. Unless the 18-year-old kid in the bedroom gives up and doesn't want a legal battle. So what I would say is, even if you don't have a brand on Amazon, it's always like get trademarks or speak to someone in IP to make sure that it, you know, you don't have that same issue because you might not even be selling on Amazon and you can have this issue and then it's detrimental to your brand. So that's probably the biggest stumbling block. And then actually launching the products as well. So if you've never dealt with Amazon before, it's quite hard to know with the listing, but even little things like the sizing of the images, knowing what to put in the description, creating your APIS content, your brand store for new infographics. So there's a lot to it and it takes a lot of time, which is not, which isn't what people have. Time's, time's very precious. Again, that's another thing that takes a while. And then launching new ad campaigns as well and then know how to launch them because they're different to meta, different to TikTok. So it's, yeah, I'd say they're the biggest stumbling blocks for launching. Yeah, I think that's, really great advice especially the the trademark one that people just might overlook completely yeah. and it's so detrimental i think Absolutely. you and i have spoken about it before how you've seen businesses be turned upside down just because they haven't had the trademark in place yeah. and it's quite a simple process to do that right to get a trademark yeah. yeah really simple you just go on the government website you can either do it yourself or you can get a third party company to do it for you there's a really good one in birmingham that we did as we called startup is Really simple. I know there's loads of others out there and you can probably use legal firms as well. But And they'll do the search first to make sure that you, like, your trademark won't clash with anyone else. And then they'll also protect it for you as well. So if you do ever have any like issues with it, like they'll fight the legal battle as it is. So yeah, I'd definitely look at it whether you're considering Amazon or not considering that your product is already on Amazon. I'd definitely consider it because it's it will protect your brand. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. Thank you for that. Amazon is obviously a vast marketplace. How do you think that individual sellers can differentiate their products and establish a unique brand presence? Obviously, we spoke about trademarking, which is obviously something to look after your brand and protect it. But on, on top of that, how can they yeah, establish and, and become have that unique brand presence? Yeah, I think it's all about knowing your competitors as well. You know, before you even launch on Amazon, see what's out there. See what your competitors are doing. Have you got, you know, are your main competitors on Amazon? 
what are they doing? How are they portraying their how are they portraying their brand on Amazon? What subcategories are they in? Is there a different subcategory category you can target? Loads of little things. You really want to your branding is, is everything, as you'll know. If you're a premium product, you've really got to show that you're premium because Amazon customers a lot of the time will just go for a cheaper option. We were having a chat with a client and there it's a completely new problem. It's sort of like a you have the one strength and then this is four times the strength. So then it was we we are having discussions and saying how can we portray this to have the premium images that, that it has, but the customer doesn't already know. Because yeah. it's gonna it's gonna cost more money, but it's a better product. So we have to make sure even things in the title, make sure that the first eighty words in your title portray what the product is. Because your first eighty words are the only words that your uh, customers will see on their phone. Obviously, if you're on the computer, you can see the whole title, but on the phone, you only see 80 words. So it's really important that you get those 80 words right, and you're constantly A-B testing words in that title. Things with your graphics. Are they portraying your image? Do you have lifestyle images? Have you got proof? Have you got a video? A video is massive as well. A plus content. Are you showing more information about your products? Are you upselling other products that you already have? Your brand storefront as well. That's another big one. And making sure that it's essentially it's like your website for Amazon. Yeah. So making sure that's constantly optimized, constantly up to date. Um, and, and, and obviously optimizing your listing as well. Continually optimizing to make sure that you are um, indexing, to make sure that you are organically placed. Because essentially, we're now seeing that more and more, as Amazon release more and more like space on the front page for PPC, as you've got at the top, you've got your sponsored banner, and then you've got your four sponsored products, and you've got organic, and then you've got sponsored, organic, and then sponsored. We're finding it harder and harder to place organically on the front on the first page, which means that it's going to be harder to convert because you've got to be higher organically. So we have to make sure that you are placed organically, and that also comes in turn with PPC sales, PPC spent. Because when you're first launched on Amazon, you want to be spending a lot, um, not necessarily a lot, but you want to be spending on PPC because yeah. you, you essentially have this honeymoon period within the first three months. Where Amazon sort of favor you. If you do everything right, get your listing done correctly, launch from ads, Amazon push you. And we see this with every product that we work with. They always push you. Because when you first start off, you'll have a really low rank. And that low rank, essentially, it's like with SEO, when you're not indexed on the first page. Like You're not going to be indexed on the first page of Amazon. You need to get you. You need to work your way up the ranks in the, the seller rank for your product. So spending money on ads increases your rank because you're getting more sales. Mm-hmm. So we like to say every three PPC sales, every one PPC sales is three organic. So it's just really working on that, and it's going to be different for every product category as well. So if you're in the supplement category, it's really no. It, it's, it's a higher cost per click just because there are. Supply and demand, there's loads of them. It's going to be harder. If you were in a niche category, maybe like a zinc su- supplement, it's going to be a little bit cheaper. And that might be something you want to consider if you've got like a like a zinc and vitamin C tablet. You might want to compare the two to see which is more competitive. Then you might want to place yourself in the zinc instead of the gym. It's like little things like that. So, yeah. Yeah, that's really helpful. It's definitely not a, a set of set and forget type approach. You have to constantly be going back into it, optimizing and testing and 
definitely don't rest on your laurels when you do see that uptick in the early stages. Don't think that you've necessarily cracked it. Make sure that you are you know, going back to it and, and that it's working properly. Yeah, and just to add as well, when you're running ads on TikTok or, or Facebook, you're constantly testing new creatives. And it's yeah. just similar with Amazon. You can t- constantly test new creatives, constantly test new ads, cut off the ones that aren't working and then try the ones that do. Yeah, perfect. Okay, cool. And I suppose on a slightly different subject, Amazon's uh, policy rules seem to be ever-changing, really. What's the impact if you don't stay up to date with, with those changes? Yeah, so Amazon have their rules and regulations, essentially, and if you don't stick to them, then there may be consequences. So anyone who sells on Amazon will know. I, uh, Amazon sell support is quite tricky to work with, I'll say. And it, quite, it can be quite tricky to get anything sorted when there is a problem. So, and a, a lot of sellers do worry about this. A lot of brands do worry about this. What I would say is, we don't want to read the T's and C's, but have a look at what their rules and regulations are about everything. So obviously we've built this up over time. We've learned what you can and can't do. But essentially, if you do something wrong, it will go into your account health. So you have something called your account health. And when you get a violation, it will come up in your violation and then you have to either you, you have to do steps to get rid of that violation. Mm-hmm. When when you first when you first launch your first three months, you need to keep it squeaky clean because Amazon cracked down on anyone who, who doesn't get it right. But then over time you'll you should get better. You'll have an account health score and this will increase over time. And then the better your account health score, the more immune you are to not getting taken down on Amazon or not getting your account suspended. So that that would, that would I'd constantly recommend to check it like every day if you're a brand just to make sure you're not infringing any rules. I'd also look at we work with a account health specialist agency, and whenever there's any issues with any of our clients or ourselves, account health, we go straight to them and they sort it out for us because they are the specialists in it. So there are there are people out there that can help that are constantly keeping up to date with plan of actions, constantly know the new ones to use because Amazon's constantly changing with the, what they want from a plan of action. And for anyone that doesn't know what a plan of action is, if you do have a listing taken down or your account taken down, you will need to create a plan of action to Amazon, basically saying what you've done wrong, what you're going to implement to make sure it doesn't happen, what you're going to do in the future, basically, but in a two or three page document. But I don't want to scare anyone anymore. <laughs> um, but it's, yeah, it's all relative. If you're selling like counterfeit products and you're going to get taken down you know so you know selling prohibited items or little things like just making sure you set your account up correctly if you're a limited company make sure you're a private entity yeah definitely i think it's the same with kind of all the platforms really google facebook amazon wherever you're advertising your products or the platforms that you're using you do have to be super careful with them because they they do change how they operate and how they work without rhyme and reason sometimes and and sometimes you might not know stuff so yeah you just have to approach it with caution we've seen sadly businesses that have lost their accounts for certain different violations and things like that and trying to get them back this is more on on meta i'm talking but trying to actually get that overturned can be a real headache which is massively detrimental to these e-com stores so I think it's good advice. It's just trying to keep up to date with the policies and the changing rules as much as possible and be as squeaky clean as you can. Yeah. And if you don't think you are, it's speaking with people like yourselves 
that can really advise on that. So yeah, appreciate that. Cool. cool. Thank you so much for all of this, Leo. No That's been really insightful, really interesting. Is there anything that we didn't ask you that you think would be good for the audience to know? About Amazon, just get going with it. Just get it, get started. Even if you just list one product, um, obviously go through the chain lot first. But if you list one product, you know, you, you could literally double your revenue. As we've seen with so many other clients, even three or four times the revenue through Amazon because you are utilizing all the audiences on Amazon. But always say, give it a go. Might not work for you, but you don't know until you try. Yeah, 100%. No, that's great. Perfect. Thank you so much for that. And how can the listeners connect with you? Yeah, so LinkedIn, just Leo Martin on LinkedIn. That'd be the best place to connect with me. Perfect. Okay, cool. Thank you. Thank you again, Leo. And thank you everyone for listening. If you have enjoyed the show, please subscribe or follow us. We've got more uh, episodes coming soon. And if you do enjoy the podcast, please kindly leave us a review. Uh, if you're keen to learn uh, and discuss any aspect of digital marketing for your business, then obviously you can speak to Leo when it comes to Amazon or contact the, uh, the Pink Leopard team and we'll be happy to help. If you just go to pinkleopard.co.uk, you'll be able to get our contact details there. Thank you, everyone, and we'll see you next time.